This is our Pacific Northwest Music. We're going to be talking to local musicians, bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. All right, I'm going to welcome Mary and Chris from Released from Quiet. And uh, just want to say thanks for coming on the Our PNW Music Podcast and KMRE Radio. Well, thank you so much for having us. We're super excited to talk to you. Right on. Well, uh, pretty short notice. Um, I, I was kind of scrambling around thinking, man, I really wanted to talk to somebody about some holiday music. And, uh, you know, not, not, not a whole lot of local people, I think, uh, in this kind of sort of genre are really doing that. Uh, can you guys kind of talk about, um, well, I guess first, why don't you describe kind of what genre would you consider yourselves? What, who are you guys? Well, I think we've been asked that question a lot over the years, and it's morphed every year, I think. And yeah. I think we've uh, <laughs> narrowed it down to uh, indie rock duo. Just uh, We write our own songs, and we would do a lot of cover songs from all sorts of different genres. Um, anything with a good story. Uh, you know, we're a duo. I play guitar and vocals, and Mary does vocals as well and plays the cajon box. And... Uh, and uh, when people see our shows, you know, sometimes people come up to us and say, well, you guys have a lot of equipment for two people, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of wires and cords and stuff. And does, uh, <laughs> we try to make our sound as big as possible when we want to, but also, you know, be able to play in quieter coffee shops if needed. That's one of the comments that we get that always tickles me when somebody will come up and say, how do you get such a big sound for just two people? <laughs> nice. Well, so can you kind of describe that then? What what do you uh, what are you guys doing with all with all that? Uh, well, like all the gear. So, are you, is that for speakers or is that what, what are you guys doing with all the uh, the extra stuff? Yeah, our PA system. You know, the speakers are pretty big, and when we come into smaller venues, they look at us and think, um, "Uh oh, we're not expecting a lot of music." <laughs> but but I, I tell them, don't worry, we're here to work for you guys. So you tell us what volume you want. We just have the bigger speakers because uh, we we are more into having the clarity rather than the volume. So right. uh, so you know, I have my acoustic guitar and I run it through my Zoom pedal and just to emulate it to not just sound straight acoustic in, DI into a into a PA system and have a couple of vocal effects pedals just to just to make it sound more clear and, and, and bigger. Mary has a cajon box. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's always a pleasure when people come up and ask, what is that thing that you're playing? Um, it's amazing how many people are not familiar with a cajon. Um, but I run it through a, uh, or I uh, mic it by a rolling foot pedal. It's not one of the uh, electronic rolling cajones. It's not that. It's a regular, just acoustic cajon. But I've got a uh, mic that clips into the sound hole, and I run that through my own mixer so I can um, I can mix the acoustic sound along with some electrified sound so I can get some really cool 808 deep bottom end if I need to. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, and then and then can also uh, just work it to whatever song we happen to be uh, playing. So it really has a nice range, which is unusual. Um, and not only do I play it with my hands, but um, I use other things. One of the things that I think um, people that have seen us play get really tickled over is that I use a paintbrush, like a regular paintbrush. <laughs> Uh, because I can get the really nice low end, it softens it, and so we we put a lot of effort into what kind of sound we can create between the two of us, and um, uh, yeah, it's fun. Sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we've we've actually opened for uh, you know heavy metal rock people, um, and also just great acoustic singer-songwriter, so I think we we kind of cover a wide spectrum. Yeah, we just want to fit in with everybody. Yeah. I like that, yeah. And, uh, man, the way you describe that, Cajon, it sounds uh, sounds pretty unique, um, kind of kind of like uh, almost your own style then. I think so. Uh, you know, there's different places we've gone. We, we were playing the Pig Out in the Park Festival in Spokane, um, was that last year? Well, everything was closed. Oh, this past I summer. guess it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the sound guy, a great guy, he came up and he said, "Okay, so I'll mic that for you and this and that." And I said, "No, I I don't I don't mic it that way." And he goes, "No, but I know how to mic a cajon." I said, "But it's not. It doesn't really work out that way for for us." Well, you know, I'll show you what I do. And at the end of it, he came up and he was. He was impressed. He said, wow, I don't think I've ever seen anybody mic a, a box like that before, and you guys really know how to fine-tune your sound. So, um, yeah, I think it is fairly unique. I enjoy sharing the information with people because, you know, they're fun to play, and you can really get a, a nice big sound out of it if you wish. Nice. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, kind of the, um, I, I don't know, I guess not the reason, but uh uh, what kind of led you guys to to kind of put out this uh, RFQ Holidays 2020 released from Quiet album? What, is that what it's called officially then? Yep, RFQ Holiday 2020. Right. 
quiet we had some time on our hands and because a lot of our <laughs> live gigs got canceled and and what's kind of a, a blessing because in hindsight uh we got to go to michigan and spent eight weeks there because my dad had some medical issues and so we were able mm. to be to help him you know acclimate and recover and so when we got back here to washington uh we wanted to continue our five songs that we were recording that was going to be an EP. It was uh, every year the the uh, festival in Richmond, Washington, the Tumbleweed Music Festival. They have a songwriting contest every year, and so every year we submitted a song under the theme that they had, and we had five songs already for the five years we've been there, and we wanted to kind of make a Tumbleweed EP of the songs that we wrote, inspired by what they had for their contest, and so we were kind of getting back into that, and and fine-tuning those recordings and and wanting to finish them up finish them up and one night I was just laying in bed and for some reason this light bulb went off and said okay tomorrow when you wake up you need to look up public domain Christmas songs because this is uh, short enough it was probably it was probably the end of September the last week in September and so the next day I told Mary and then we kind of had the whole list of songs of the public domain Christmas songs and and narrowed it down, narrowed it down, and got to these six songs that, that spoke to us that felt like it was a good balance of upbeat and slower songs uh, that felt like it would be fun for us to uh, to uh, just stop everything we were doing and just record these. And also we figured, you know, uh, when live shows can happen again and we're touring, I think in the middle of July, you know, people can buy some of our other CDs, but I think people always shop early for Christmas. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, can you guys uh, kind of talk a little bit about the um, just kind of how you're able to uh, in, in, uh, get your own style into these songs? Was that hard to do? Uh, because I think a lot of times when I, I guess Christmas albums can be so um, interesting because a lot of people, if you listen to multiple different bands singing the same songs, a lot of them tend to sound, uh, I don't know, very similar to each other. But your guys' uh with your sound very unique and uh it was honestly my playlist a lot of the songs all sound the same and i added some of your guys tunes in there just to uh change it up sounds really good so how how did you guys uh come about doing that uh well i know for us 
the first thing that is important when we not only just write songs, but if you write a song, it should be important to you. But when we cover a song, it's the story and how it's told and if that resonates with us because, you know, we're not great instrumentalists, I, you know, I can say that, uh, but I know we work well at complimenting on backing up the story that is told. And so, uh, I, you know, these six songs that we have, Jingle Bells, Silent Night, Deck the Halls, What Child Is This, The First Noel, and Joy to the World were ones that I think, you know, we've all grown up knowing, mm-hmm. and we knew it would be fun singing. And, uh, you know, we look at the verses on Google, we'll just look it up all the, you know, verses that we've never heard of before and we go, Oh wow. <laughs> story, story goes on a little bit some more and, and uh I think we'll enjoy saying it. And so I think everything is built around how the story is told yeah. r- rather than, you know, building the instrumentation and, and then add some vocals in there. So so we did a lot of uh just pick up the acoustic and the ukulele and just strum through the chords and just uh, when we play through it, we can kind of hear how the recording is going to be, and so that's how it narrowed down to these and, six songs. And I think part of it, too, was uh, these are songs that most people are aware of or have heard, so we didn't want to stray too far from what the original melodies were, um, but also finding ways that we could um, uh, use different instrumentation uh, in them that might add a little bit different light, lift them a little bit here and there, um, and get prosodical in adding things like in Jingle Bells, getting our horses at the beginning to give you the idea that, hey, I think I'm outside and being pulled by a horse. <laughs> right. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh Oh, the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Riding by in a one-horse open sleigh, he 
He laughed at me as I lay there, but he quickly drove away. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Ha! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Now the ground is white. Go in while you're young. Take the girls along and sing this slaying song. Just get a bop till bay. 240 at his speed. Hitch him to an open sleigh and crack, you'll take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Ha! Quiet off the their new holiday album, and they're continuing to talk about that song. And the horse hooves were the yeah. were, was the rhythm section for the whole song. And and I think we do that a lot in uh, a lot of our songs where we'll add uh, things, natural sounds here and there. Uh, we've recorded tweeting birds and and put that into other uh, songs that we recorded and tires that we. Have that Chris has hung out the side of a, of the car as we were going down a gravel road with a video camera so that he could catch mm. the, catch the sound of gravel on the road. <laughs> so we tend to, that's kind of an RFQ sort of thing, I guess. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we, we, we listened to the six songs before we had this interview. We, you know, we just had the playlist going just to get our, you know, ears back into what we did. And, you know, we enjoyed listening to all of them, and yeah. each one had its own unique kind of uh, fun memory for us. And I think one that bubbles up to the top is Deck the Halls. Yeah. Uh, because we had the idea of, you know, we're going to have it start out like, you know, there's a restaurant or a bar, just people just talking in a big room. And it sounds like one person's on one side of the room, you know, Deck the Halls with Balls of Holly. And then, you wait and then somebody on the other side of the room responds and then as the song builds up more people come in and and uh if you listen carefully with headphones or you know good speakers you can kind of hear uh the different characters that are there you know there's the opera singer there's the uh barrel chested singing guy there's the out of tune but happy <laughs> person uh there's the uh <laughs> there's a japanese person who came to america and likes singing karaoke so he likes along with them and so yeah we just figured 
you know, when people are having a good time at Christmas and singing in a big room, they're not all, all professional singers. So it all was right. it was the two of us, but we just put on different hats and <laughs> and layered it up with a, a bunch of characters. And, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. is released from quiet talking about their new christmas album and we've gotten some feedback from uh people that have listened and said it was the perfect song to to sing along with and uh, i was just saying to chris earlier that um if you're into caroling and going out and caroling you don't really get to do that this year and so this could be a good uh caroling song or put it in your car as you're cruising slowly down your neighborhood and then everybody can come out and sing there you go. <laughs> that's funny yeah I, I can't i can't personally hang with mariah Carey, but man i'm right there with you guys no i'm just oh. kidding <laughs> no. uh, well i have to you said mariah Carey, and that i have to give a shout out to my friend matt johnson in uh, maui in hawaii he's, he's a nurse i we were best friends growing up and uh and lived in hawaii after graduating uh, from high school in Japan, and and uh, he loves Mariah Carey Christmas album, and I had it, and I gave it to him. <laughs> didn't want it anymore because Christmas was over, and he listens 
he listened to that no matter what time of year it was. It was middle of July, and he'll be blasting that. And so <laughs> to this day, I still tease him, and I think he still has it. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, that one, that song you mentioned, uh, Deck the Halls, really did stick out. I think it was actually the first one that popped up for me. And, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it was very unique in the, the, the way Jingle Bell starts. Now, um, I was kind of wondering, uh, what child is this? Now, Mary, you start that one out, right? Yes, and and actually that's the first song, released from Quiet Song, where I took the lead vocal. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it, it, like Chris said, we we're really into the stories and listening to, to what the words are. And having that story with a male lead voice just didn't set. Um, and so we thought, well, shoot, you take the lead this time. And, and it was fun going uh, back into the studio. We do all of our recording in our um, studio that we have here and um, going back and just trying to figure out putting myself into the into the picture of what's being said of a child laying on someone's lap and um, uh, just finding different ways to to articulate that in a nice soft way. What I really like about that track is the way that when Chris's voice comes in, um, people who know Release from Quiet, they're very familiar with his unique style and sound and the way that it came in and uh, blended so nicely. It was a it's a nice juxtaposition between our two tones, and um, yeah, I, I like the way it came out. I thought it was kind of cool. And I think we go for nighttime walks often because that the air quality is the best, and it's quiet, and 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 we can think when we walk, and right. and when we're pondering the song. I said, I said, yeah, I think you should sing this song, and and we we're talking about that, and I thought, you know, you have this a, a sweeter voice, and uh, I think in the background there should be more of a like a, a saturated, distorted kind of yeah. snare kick in the background, just to give it that that rough, dirty backing track to the sweet voice. We're we're both fans of Tom Waits, um, and and he has his way of uh, of uh, sneaking little pieces into songs, um, and the idea, like Chris said, that cool snare. Very different sound. You know, we were trying to make it again, RFQE, and um, and adding that against the the tone of my voice was really kind of an interesting um, thing for the for the ear to hear. It, it in a way, it we didn't want to lull people to sleep completely, um, but it and by adding that mm, nice stomp hard. Uh, rhythmic beat in there um, in a subtle way, of course, right. not to wake up the sleeping mm. child much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, that was a, a nice RFQ ad, I think. What child is this laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch our keeping this this is christ the king whom shepherds god and angels sing haste haste to bring him love 
from quiet talking about their new christmas album you know i'll be honest with you guys i wasn't really sure if we'd be able to talk for very long about the individual songs and i'm really impressed with uh with you know with you guys going off on the on the songs like this because uh, as somebody listens to the songs um it's really hard for me to ask uh, artists what does this song mean uh because uh, a lot of times artists don't want to say that it's kind of one of those uh, I don't know, dumb questions uh, that that fans like and uh, podcasters like because, hey, we get to ask you guys all about it, uh, kind of put you on the spot. But, man, you guys are really diving into these uh, these tunes more than I thought you would And um, now that I'm recalling them also. And so it's going to be really neat as we play them after you guys are um, you know talking about them so that people can really hear that. Uh, can you guys maybe try? I don't know if I don't want to put you on the spot now that I said that, but uh, maybe maybe we could uh, see if any of the other songs, uh, you know, if, if there's anything that pops out like that as well. Uh, Joy to the world. That's the last track. I mean, we oh, yeah. we released it on the on you know Spotify, 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 and the different platforms as kind of singles. Um, but uh, on our website, and when we do get the CD later on in the year for you know the next. Christmas is Joy to the World we put as the last track and it's and it's the heavier one with the bigger guitars and stuff and our prior album Road to Delilah that we released not this last August but the prior August um the last track is the, the heaviest track of all and I think that's kind of what we've started doing is yeah. put the fun really loud guitars last track you know make it the last thing because uh, when people see us live uh, they're used to the duo sound, and so we didn't want to put that heavy stuff on track one. And they go, "What did we just buy?" And <laughs> not listen to the stuff. So it, it's Chris trying to work out his inner Metallica. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joy 
to the world was a was a fun one because uh you know, I like to put on the lab distorted guitars and and we get off on just doing a lot of kind of gang vocal build ups on yeah. stuff like that. And like Mary said, I had to get my inner Metallica out and uh you know, when you listen to Metallica they do a lot of nice uh, harmonizing lead lines and so just wanted to add that a little bit as in the middle of the song and as it went out, um at the end of Joy of the World it kind of uh, Mary said on one of her nighttime walks, she said, I think, you know, at the end of the line, it, uh, it kind of stops <laughs> and then it comes on the upbeat. And Mary had the idea for the upbeat. And then after that, then we just decided to just have like a nice little jam out, you know, solo thing with, you know, people singing in and out and the guitar solo going out until the song is done. And, and then when it's done, I think whoop, you feel happy and upbeat and then it's yeah. over and then start it over again from track one. Just sing, heaven and nature sing, heaven. 
from quiet. You know what Chris said about we go for walks late at night and um, finding rhythms. We, we, we just had this conversation last night. We, we were on a walk for uh, an hour and a half or two and listening to the rhythms just coming around you, your footfall, the wind through the trees and um, the, the wind blowing uh, branches across the road or whatever. Um, that kind of thing informs the way that we look at uh, creating music too. And um, I think that's where some of these rhythms came from. Like he said, you know, let's, let's try some upbeat thing. Cause if you think about it, joy to the world, it's something that's celebratory. So in most uh, versions, I think you, it's pretty much everything's on the downbeat, um, which is easy for people to follow along, but we wanted to add some energe- energy to it. That was a little bit different. And, um, yeah, so, and the idea of putting it last when we do this as an album, uh, we, we wouldn't want to scare away people right away by making it <laughs> too, too big and too crunchy. Right off the bat. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it's a nice balance to it, I think. And, and it sounds celebratory to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk, you know, you mentioned the, um, kind of the outside sounds uh, there, and, and you mentioned that with Jingle Bells. Um, was there anything else throughout the album that you used uh, sort of like that? I I, I want to say it was kind of hard for me in some of the songs to pick out every single instrument that was used, and and, and uh, I might be wrong, but it sounded like maybe there was more than acoustic in, in your drum, or was, there, was, was that just my mind trying to figure it all out? Oh, yeah, there was way more. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think there was actually any cajon in the and, recording. And actually, yeah, I didn't play cajon in any of this. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, when we're recording in the studio, when we're playing live, I'm I'm playing with the cajon box. Um, in the studio, I have a Roland electronic drum set, uh, and that's what we'll use to lay down drum tracks um, most of the time. Um, uh, but in this one, was it? Silent Night that has the banjo. Yeah, Silent yeah. Night from the middle part when the ooze come in until the end of the song. Yeah. We thought, oh, we just picture a banjo coming in in the middle of the song until it's over with, you know, because sounds like a banjo we playing around the manger. Yeah, and banjo and it is an ancient instrument, and yeah. it's a song of a time from long ago, so throwing that in there. The first Noel, the angels did say to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay, the keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel They looked up and saw a star Shining in the east Beyond them far into the earth, it 
gave great light And so it continued Both day and night Noel, 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 Noel Born is the King of Israel And by the light of that same star Three wise men came from afar to see for a key was their intent and to follow the star wherever it went the star true night to the north west over Bethlehem it took his rest and there it did both stop and stay right over the place where Jesus lay nowhere 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 born is the king of Israel Those wise men three fell reverently upon their knees and offered them in his presence their gold and myrrh and frankincense. Noel, Noel, Noel. This is our interview with Released from Quiet. We had fun adding, you know, all kinds of synth sounds uh, off and on him, I think. First Noel. First Noel, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it made a nice... Uh, Ethereal feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also the um, banjola. What song was that in? Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Um, uh a uh, banjola is um, a hybrid. Uh, it's kind of like a cross between a mandolin and a um, banjo, five-string banjo. Um, it has a body um, like a mandolin, sort of. And um, it's something that I picked up playing a long time ago, and I think this is actually the first time we played it on a track, on a recorded track. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but it had a nice... It had... Uh, sort of an icy sound. Right. right. If people want to uh, pinpoint where that is when you listen to Jingle Bells, it's
is when you hear the, I think on the left side, you'll hear the higher harpsichord uh, sound going. And on the right side, you'll hear the banjola kind of um, doing the same line with the harpsichord. And then it strums during the chorus. Oh, that's true. Mary was just laughing at me because um, she's still on the left <laughs> side because uh, not only just we record our songs, but over the years I've taken a liking to mixing our songs, and it, mixing is 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 like another instrument, you know. Yeah. So um, we've enjoyed figuring out how to make our songs be uh, moving around in different layers and stuff, and so and this was the first time not only did we mixed the song but attempted to master our own this time around just just each time we like to give a different bar to, to reach towards yeah that's interesting i yeah that's a whole nother ball game there um what uh would you guys say that you were uh i mean i i know it was just kind of like oh well we had time so we did this but uh, and and everybody likes Christmas songs, uh, especially this time of year. Uh, but would you guys say maybe you were inspired by? Uh, you, you mentioned you're a Tom Waits fan. I don't know, Chris, if you're a Mariah, Mariah Carey fan or not. But uh, <laughs> would you say maybe listening to certain, you know, Christmas songs by other bands kind of inspired this or no? Well, I have to admit, I think we both felt the same in prior years you know when it's before thanksgiving and you go to stores and they already have christmas music playing (laughs) i know that we had you know the kind of repulsed feeling of oh christmas music christmas music (laughs) so early and 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 so i think a couple years ago we made a mindful thought to to not have that kind of feeling about christmas when it comes around (laughs) we wanted to embrace it embrace it a little bit and so uh I think when we got through the list of songs and picked these songs, these are the songs that I think uh, resonated back to our childhood and, yeah. and, and good feelings and stuff. And uh, I can't say that at the moment I can think of any any other bands or artists that have played that. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, nice. I don't think it was inspired by any particular bands. I know that... Um, uh, just to get my ears used to listening to something other than the canned Christmas music that you might hear in stores. Um, I went and uh, listened to Pentatonics to one or two, um, and Lauren Daigle uh, did a couple, uh, listened to her do one or two different songs. Not, I don't even remember what songs they were. It wasn't necessarily the ones that we recorded. Could have been. Um, but just to get a feel for what is a newer sound uh, for Christmas music. And um, so that was more just to kind of tune my ears to something different. And then we started talking about the stories and going for our walks and figuring out, hmm, how, how do we do this? What would make it, what would make it released from quietity? And, you know, with all the craziness, craziness that this whole last year has been for everyone in the world it was kind of a nice uh thing to be able to get under the headphones and listen to uplifting uh messages and 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 sound it's kind of a little bit of sanity place to go i think Hmm. yeah no that's very true uh, well, so what? Uh, where would you guys 
most likely want people to go to releasefromquiet.com then? Oh, yeah. Or, Release- you know, check you out on Spotify. I mean, where, where do you normally send people? Well, yeah, our website, our uh, releasefromquiet.com or rfqmusic.com, because if you go there, there's uh, easy places to push to go to our Spotify and our other platforms that we're on. So mm-hmm. and you can see... Uh, you can see, go to the video pages just to see what we sound like live and, and stream um, our different releases. And yeah, we try to make the website enjoyable to to walk around in. And if you have Spotify and uh, or Apple Music or Amazon Title Title or YouTube Music, we're we're on all of those and TikTok as well. So if you're a TikToker, about <laughs> <laughs> the holiday releases just got on TikTok. So. Uh, you can add that on there too. We haven't yet done our first TikTok video, but we might we might have to do that. Yeah. So there's any professional TikTokers out there, yeah. you know, try some of our Christmas music and do some lip syncing or dancing or yeah. other creative things, and you know, help <laughs> us out. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, nice. That's yeah. that's fun. I'll I'll tell my 12 uh, year old daughter. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right on, uh, Chris and Mary. Thanks so much for coming on our P and W music. Well, thank you so much for having us. We enjoyed it. You're easy to talk to. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next month. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you. Wouldn't want to miss this